Welcome to Hits Different, a Taylor Swift podcast. I'm Molly. I'm Ryan. I'm Alex, and I was born in 1989. And I'm Corey. Apparently the guest has to introduce themselves on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Oh, man, that's a really good point. You know, you could have told us that before we did the intros that you wanted to. It's like you guys have never seen a show before. This week was the worldwide premiere of the Eras Tour movie, and Taylor Swift hosted her own premiere on Wednesday night at the Grove in LA. That day, she also announced that the movie was going to premiere a day early. We originally had tickets for Friday the 13th, and she announced that it was actually going to have early showings on Thursday the 12th. So the three of us being the Swifty super fans that we are had to get tickets for the Thursday night showing. And uh, how was your experience, Ryan? Well, I live in a not super um, populated town. Uh, I mean, relatively, but so there's that. But it's a college town. Um, And I ended up going alone because of how everything worked out. And I was like partially expecting it to be completely dead and worried about that. And then I was like, no, like people are going to come through. Like, it's going to be great. Yeah, it ended up being um, 10 of us in the theater, and then three of them left, like, two songs in, which was concerning. Two songs in? It was, like, the first era, and I was like, are you good? Like, like they saw Cruel Summer, and they were like, I'm also. And they're like, mm, maybe not for me. And it's like, obviously, you're not a Swifty, so, like, what what happened? Did you... I? It felt like everyone in my theater were, like, spectators. Like, it was, it was like, a social experiment of, like... Hmm, I've heard of this. I have nothing else to do on a Thursday night. Let me just let me just go. And then there's me who's like obviously like expecting this whole blown experience and I'm like Taylor said we're supposed to dance and have fun and I'm like ready and then it's like oh. And I had my bracelets on. I had my my pullover on um and no. And then at one point some guy was like awkwardly walking around right as the, it was starting and I was like oh my god maybe he's going to exchange friendship bracelets like weird timing Aww. but like no um he was the guy who worked there um it was just dark <laughs> and but he was being so awkward he would like stand at the end of each row and just like look around and then all of a sudden he would hand people posters of like the free posters. oh yeah Did you, he yeah. was handing them out during the movie yeah it just started I was like my guy like really bad timing (laughs) oh and then i left early you left early yeah i mean to be fair uh seeing it again in two weeks with yours truly you and uh so i was like i each era i was like knowing that i was gonna see it again i was like let's i i think i should leave because i'm like so bothered by this experience and i was like stop just be present in the moment and just enjoy the movie for what it is. Maybe you're not having the experience, but now you could just like watch it, like, you know, as a quiet observer. And then I, yeah, I was like battling with myself. So by the time Midnight's came, I was like, I'm out of here. I'm not, I didn't even, didn't even start. It didn't even say Midnight's. I think I left right at the tail end of the, yeah, second to last era. So our experience was a little different. On Thursday, when we went, there were, I mean, there there were still a, was a small number of people there. Um, we were given the posters before we walked into the movie. First of all, <laughs> smart. Um, second of all, the people who were there did seem to be like fans. You know, they had the merch. They, some of them were dressed up, but no one was vibing when the movie started. 
And meanwhile, I'm like getting emotional. So right after Cruel Summer, Alex leaves the theater and goes, because we didn't have good reception in there. And he goes and buys two tickets to Friday night. Redo. He was like, this is not the vibe that he knew I wanted to see the movie. Um, He's like, we'll have to come back. But I tried not to let it ruin my experience. I still like saying, you know, like at a normal volume, there were people a couple of seats down on either end of the row um, that's, that seemed to just kind of be bobbing their heads. I didn't really hear any other singing. Um, so just tried to enjoy that for what it was to get to see it on the opening night. And then when we went back on Friday, totally different experience, full theater, a bunch of kids with their parents. Um, some people our age or older as well. But I got to trade bracelets with these little Swifties. And I wore um, my light-up bracelet from when we got to see the Eras Tour in person. And they saw and they said, have you been to the Eras Tour? And I said, I have. And they said, did you get a pre-sale code? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I want to shout out those three kids that were in row B of our theater the whole time. Not only were they all locked in on all eras of these songs, but they hit the note on, Taylor, you'll be fine. The best one was during Bad Blood. They timed it perfectly. Hey, stop. She's not doing anything. <laughs> like they oh my God, it. that's amazing. During Love Story and You Belong With Me and things like that, it was it was cool to just like realize that those songs that have so much nostalgia for us are now like, a new generation is listening to them and relating to them. Like we were that age when they were released, but somehow now like 15 years later, it's still relevant to these like little kids that are learning about it off of TikTok. Cause they're also probably listening to the re-releases first. And it's right. like one of those classic, like, Oh, it, this album's so good. It's like, it came out like over 10 years ago, you know, like when people are like, Oh my God, have you heard of Nirvana? It's like, Yeah. <laughs> And that's how these kids are like, have you heard of Taylor Swift? It's like, yeah, yep. But yeah, she's cool and welcome. Welcome to this. So Right. I thought that part was really cool about seeing it on Friday night in the full theater with a bunch of fans um, and everyone stayed through the end and uh, got to the credits and we uh, listened to Long Live during the credits because she cut some songs from the movie, including Long Live. And I waited yeah. to bring this up to you because we haven't talked about it yet. Do you realize all the songs that she cut? Do you? Yes. Are you aware of them? Yes. Dude, I mean, as someone who took hypercritical notes, I was like, so, yeah, uh, obviously starting with The Archer, which I was like, great, good call. No one cares. It's great live. Oh, no. It's great live. Rewatching. I don't want to see this. Like, totally disagree. No. Totally I was like, disagree. Bye. The Archer no. is one of those songs that I felt like I didn't understand why it was on the set list originally. I would have picked other songs off of Lover. But right. seeing it live, I think, changed my mind because I thought, see, that's the first time you like get her like alone really on the stage and all the visuals of like the arrows shooting at her and her saying like, who could stay? You could stay. She cut it out of the movie. Yeah, because it's only good live. She knew. She was like, this song, yeah, I only want to see it live. That's it. I don't ever want to see it or hear it in any, any other capacity. Long live. I was like, ouch, especially how awkward that they showed the reacts of definitely the crowd reacting to, oh my God, we're about to hear long live. And then it's like, 
into the era and it's like no straight into red ain't nobody that's stoked on freaking hearing enchanted i mean like that freaking hype it's like no that's a really bad cut okay on your part. again people love enchanted i love enchanted but for the people who didn't get long live live because she didn't start playing it until speak now the re-release dropped in july i really yeah. thought it would be in the movie so that people could experience it Nah, she was like, this was, yeah, this wasn't for everyone, so no one gets it. Moving on to one of our favorite eras. She cut Wildest Dreams. Oh my god, I didn't notice. Corey saying insane. That's insane! I was deep in it by that point, and I was like, I got really distracted by rep because a hundred, like, obviously I'm partially biased because rep is my favorite era, but like, I was like, this editing is different. This is different. What the fuck is happening? I feel like I'm literally watching the rep movie right now. It was insane. Like, from the get, you were like, this editing doesn't match anything we've watched in the last, like, hour, whatever, you know, however far in it was. And I was like, this is incredible. It feels like it, uh, it didn't, like, wasn't cohesive with the rest of the movie, in my opinion. But, like, in the best way. And I was just like, I don't know. And then the snake, it was just, like, elite. When the snake came on the screen... Everyone in our theater screamed. I was, yeah, it was insane. Was it a good scream? Yeah. Or a scared scream? No, it was like, okay. <laughs> it's rap time. That snake was in, oh, it was, yeah, the editing, it was, it was uh, superior. And I, and I was like, damn, maybe Taylor does like rep more than I thought. Cause I always feel like one minute I'm like, man, she loves rep. And then the other, I'm like, maybe she's just really would love to forget about that time. Cause it was kind of rough. When I was listening to Rep after seeing the movie, um, I was just reminded how great of an album it is, and I ran to tell Alex, Rep is so good that Getaway Car wasn't on the set list. Like, that's insane. It's one of her best songs. Well, as a quick side note, um, I also forgot when <clears throat> she does the secret songs. I was getting like lost and it's like as if I haven't been to the show or seen it a thousand times on TikTok and I thought it happened after Red for some reason <clears throat> and it literally ends and I'm like waiting and I'm on pins and needles and I'm like oh my god what if she just like cuts the secret songs from the movie and she's just like screw it so my theory totally changed and then I literally thought it wasn't she cut it and I audibly was like oh no no and then I was like Nobody else is saying anything, and I was like, "This crowd sucks like, anyway." So there's no way to folklore. there's no way to gauge the reaction because they're not a reliable narrative narrator at all. And so I was like, "Wow, that f- sucks." And then I love try- this- Ryan trying to like engage with the six people that are in this theater. <laughs> she's like, "Oh no," and they're like, "What?" Like she's singing the one. Yeah, they're like, eh, "What else am I doing on a Thursday?" Yeah. Here I am being like, it's the true Swifties that are there a day early. Like, they're buying extra tickets. Like, it's going to be the best. And it was like, no. Um, but, yeah, so then when the Secret Songs did happen, I was like, oh, my bad. That was, yeah, not it. What was your favorite moment from the movie? <sighs> Don't make me go first. You go first. Okay, I actually think that we're going to have, like, the same moment and i think alex should count us down and we should both say it at the same time wait this is pressure i'm like uh, i'm gonna count down from five here we go wait five four three two one
look what you made me do transition. Don't blame me into look what you made me do. I thought, what? Don't blame me for what you made me yeah. do. Yeah, but that's... The cameras, someone, like the best op camera operator in the world is running around her in circles. The lights are flashing. Her silhouette is like going crazy. That's the best part of the movie. I don't know. I mean, I don't even, it wasn't even in my notes. <laughs> my my comment uh, for rep, oh, look what you made me do. Didn't need to slap that hard. That is all I said about that. <laughs> the line well I'm sorry it was don't blame people were talking during don't blame me I'm done her voice isn't real look what you made me do didn't need to slap that hard that was the only notes I had from that segment of the movie Ryan what's your favorite part of the movie <sighs> um okay well aside from rep being absolutely iconic and the best part I mean I, yeah rep was the best part but like <sighs> she's Short circuiting. I'm so. I know. I'm so. Hold on. I'm there. Corey's like, I can tell you my favorite part. I know. Corey, <laughs> what's your favorite part? Someone who hasn't seen it, you probably know more. Tell me. You've seen. You've no, been I to the show. Say, so yeah. What was your favorite part? I will say when I first realized that she was cutting songs from the movie, my first reaction was, "What?" The but once I thought about it, I was like, "Okay." That's like a three hour and 15 minute concert. Like movies are just too long when they're that long. So the fact that like they, of course they had to cut something to make this fit into a normal theater experience, especially when you're talking about like eight year olds that are in the theater with you, you can't sit there for three and a half hours. So it's, I mean, once you think about it, you're like, okay, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Because with the full no body, no crime and with long live, the show was like, pushing three hours and 20 minutes that night or those nights in LA. Um, oh, and the applause after champagne problems was so long. They definitely trimmed that down too. Oh, a hundred. But when you think about like you watch a movie that's three, three hours and 10 minutes, the first thing anyone says is that was a great movie. Didn't need to be that long. Yeah. No matter what the movie is. Right. Yeah. I had a coworker that was going on Friday and at work on Thursday, um, I was like, you know, I'm a little surprised that you're you're going because, you know, like it's nice of you to go with your girlfriend, but it's two hours and 45 minutes. So if you're not like into Taylor, that's kind of a lot. And he goes, it's two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> he didn't know. And everyone around me is like, that's like Lord of the Rings. I'm like, it's better than Lord of the Rings, first of all. <laughs> So are we ever going to circle back to Ryan's favorite moment or should we call so, it a wrap? I didn't have, I didn't have a moment because that's impossible. Um, and my brain isn't that good. My memories, even with these diligent notes, I still can't gather anything, but I guess I would say aside from rep being iconic, the other era that like affected me the most that I didn't expect was evermore. Cause I put little emojis ne next to any time that I like either teared up or did actually cry and three of them, which was the majority, were from Evermore. I was just like, cons I mean, which was also like in real life. I remember like watching it at, you know, live and just being like, this is insane. Um, but even Marjorie, like, I was so excited to see that from that perspective. You know, like, it's obviously incredible when you're there, but it was just so cool to see it. 
um and actually like hear it and everything and then champagne problems is just absurd like the bridge um i don't know it was just all so good and getting to see tolerated that close i know and like actually like there was so much that I, I was like, oh, I when you're watching it in person, I feel like I'm so distracted by everything. And the movie is nice because you get to actually just, like, watch. One last thought. I was low-key kind of annoyed that, like, yeah, that there were even moments or thoughts of, like, ooh, like, careful, don't, like, you know, make it so you can't hear Taylor. Or careful, like, don't, like, encroach on this moment. It's like, y'all, y'all have seen this show a thousand times, whether you've been in person or not. And if you haven't, then get the out. Like... This is not about that. It's like, everyone stop. We need to see what's happening. It's like, you know what's happening. I think that a lot of people do not watch it on TikTok like we do and maybe didn't get as lucky to get tickets like we did. Then they're not a Swifty. <laughs> or they don't have the money. You need TikToks free. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the very first episode of Hits Different, a Taylor Swift podcast. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. You're going to want to hear our next episode with Ryan's controversial take on Taylor and Travis. Follow us at ItHitsDiffPod on Twitter, slash X, Instagram, and TikTok. Bye!